Good morning. It's good to welcome you here today. We're glad that you're worshiping with us online. It's always a great time to worship the Lord no matter where you are. So we appreciate your coming to be with us, especially this day as we recognize our graduates. It's a great step forward. And like everything else has been during this season, that's been a really weird time for all of our folks who are graduating and Uh, We want to take some time to celebrate them and to uh, let them know how proud we are of them and that we're praying for them in the endeavors of their life ahead. So I know you'll want to uh, stay with us through the service to to help us to do that. Uh, Again, thank you for all your faithfulness and the so many ways that you're continuing to support the ministries here at National Heights through the faithfulness of your giving, through your prayers, through all your words of encouragement, all the many things that you have been doing and especially the ways that you're taking care of each other. I continue to hear stories of how folks have uh, helped someone or uh, called someone just at right uh, the time that they needed someone to, to talk to or all kinds of ways the Lord is using you. So thank you for your faithfulness and ways that you're allowing the Lord to work in your life and through your life. I want to pray for you and with you uh, this day. So join me in prayer. Gracious Heavenly Father, we thank you for a time that we could spend, though not physically together, united together in heart, giving praise to your holy name, worshiping you, recognizing your authority and your glory and your honor. Thank you, Lord, for this day. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Over the past few weeks, we've been asking a question, what does God want? We've seen through the course of this study of uh, some passages from the book of Deuteronomy that, first of all, God wants us to know that he's God, to recognize his authority and his power in our life. And secondly, that God wants us to know just how much he loves us and what that love means for the way that we should live our life. This morning, we're going to see how God desires our Praise. As we continue in the book of Deuteronomy in chapter 10, we'll be reading from verses 20 and following. How much is it worth? We ask that question often when we're shopping, looking for that special item for ourselves or for someone else. Retailers ask that question as well. They want to know just the right price point that they can put their merchandise, price it too high, you won't buy it. Price it too low, they lose money. And so they want to find that exact price that is what you think that item is worth. No one could ever calculate the worth of our God. Sometimes we might try. For some, God's worth an hour on Sunday. Maybe a couple hours through the week. For others... God's not worth any other time, or so they think. As Moses concludes a section filled with praise for God here in Deuteronomy chapter 10, he reminds the nation of Israel, and the Bible reminds you and me, that God is worth everything. He is worthy of our praise. Here's how Moses describes, or rather, uh, is found here in, in Deuteronomy chapter 10, verse 20. Fear the Lord your God and serve him. Hold fast to him and take your oaths in his name. 
He is your praise. He is your God who performed for you those great and awesome wonders you saw with your own eyes. Your forefathers went down into Egypt, were 70 in all, and now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in the sky. This morning, I hope all of us can develop real praise for God in our life. I hope that you'll be able to find some specific ways that you can praise God today and in this week to come. Now, we all know we're supposed to praise God. We, we understand that. We, we get that. You wouldn't be watching this video this morning if you didn't think you were supposed to praise God. When we think of praising God, sometimes we struggle with exactly what that means and how we can accomplish it. Uh, we sing and we pray and then what? What does it really mean to praise God? Here in Deuteronomy chapter 10, Moses has been praising God repeatedly over and over again, recounting all the wondrous things that God has done. But he doesn't want his praise to just be a, a monologue. He invites the people of Israel to join in with him. And he gives them three specific ways that they can praise God. They're, they're contained here in this verse 20. Fear the Lord your God and serve him. Hold fast to him and take oaths in his name. That first statement is one that we've looked at before, to, to fear God. It's a statement that's made in Deuteronomy and throughout Scripture describing, among other things, our praise for the Lord. It means having a, a true reverence for the one true God. He alone deserves our worship. He alone is worthy of our praise. The nation of Israel forgot that fact over and over again throughout their history. And every time they did, it created a disaster. They would worship a golden calf. They would build an idol to a false god. And the nation would fall apart. So Moses gives them three specific ways to avoid that mistake. Three ways to focus their praise on God. And we can use these three same ways as well. Here they are. The first one is to praise God in what you do. Now, this probably isn't the first thing we think about when we think about praise. But it may be the most important. If our songs of praise and our prayers of praise do not grow out of a life of praise, they are not truly praise at all. So Moses begins with calling the people of Israel to praise God by serving him. Their reverence to the Lord was to result in their service to the Lord. In fact, that may be one of the best barometers of our walk as believers. Does our life, the things that we do, portray praise to God? 
Does what we do lift up his name or does it hide it under a rug? If someone saw us, would they think, boy, that guy really loves the Lord? Or would they think, wow, I thought that guy said that he loved the Lord. Our service to God does not make us a Christian. That only occurs when we personally trust Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. Our service, the things that we do, does not make us right with the Lord. Only Christ can do that. But our service to the Lord, the way that we live, the things that we do, it should be an obvious result of the fact that we are a Christian. Now, we won't be perfect. But our lives, the things that we do, the way that we live, should be impacted by what we believe. And if it's not, we have to wonder, do we really believe it? Our question should always be, does what I'm doing right now, whatever that is, does it praise the Lord? We should seek to praise God in everything we do. Praise God, first of all, in what you do. Second, praise God in your heart. Now, this is really where our praise starts. If you try to live a Christian life without Christ in your heart, you're going to fail miserably. Ultimately, you can't fake it. And Moses puts it, In exactly the terms that we need to understand, he says, hold fast to him. Life is hard. We we face problems. We face tragedies. We face disappointments. We face miscalculations. We face struggles. We face fears and more. If our focus is on our circumstance, then our spiritual walk is going to be a roller coaster. There's going to be time when things are going great. We're going to be doing just fine. And there's going to be time when our circumstances are not all that great. And all of a sudden, we're not all that great either. But if instead of focusing on our circumstances, we focus on Christ, that changes everything. Our circumstances are going to come and go. There's going to be a day when this COVID-19 experience is just going to be a memory. We're we're, we're going to move forward through this. We're going to return to a normal world. It's coming. It's down the road. It'll be here. One day this is all just going to be a, a memory. Our circumstances are going to go up and down. But God is a constant. He's always the same. And if we can place our focus on Him rather than the changing circumstances of our life. If we can focus on the One who loves us with an everlasting love. If we can focus on the One who created us. If we can focus on the One who sent His Son to die for us. If we can focus on the One who lives in us. If we can hold fast to Him, we can praise the Lord in everything that we do. So praise God in what you do. Praise God in your heart. And finally, Moses calls the people to praise God in what you say. Now this is one thing we probably think of when we think about praising God. Most of us, when we think about praising God, we think of singing a favorite hymn or or we think of giving a testimony to God or describing his wonders in some way. And we we certainly uh, need to do that. 
Just make sure that your words and your song are founded on what's in your heart. Or put another way, if we make God the focus of our heart and the focus of the way that we live, you can't help but praise Him with your voice. We probably all heard this quote at some time in our life, plan your work and work your plan. Fact is that that phrase is so well known, we're not sure who said it first. Some people attribute it to the, the former Prime Minister of Britain, Margaret Thatcher. She did say that, but, but it's likely she probably heard it somewhere too. Like a lot of quotes, it's not really all that important who said it first. It caught on because it does encapsulate a very important principle. If you want to get something done, it's important to plan for it, to plan out what you're going to do, and then you'll accomplish it. Moses gives a spiritual version of that here in the 10th chapter of Deuteronomy. He says, here's the plan. Praise God in what you do, praise God in what you believe, and praise God in what you say. Or put another way, constantly ask yourself, do the things that I do and the things that I say match what I believe? Now, we're not going to be perfect. We can always do better. We can always improve. It's kind of like driving a car. When you're driving a car down the street, you are constantly making corrections as the car tends to drift one way or the other. And so you will correct it to get it back in the lane where you want to be. If you just let go of the wheel and let the car go, it's going to take off in a direction you don't want it to go. And so you're constantly looking ahead, seeing where it is that you want that car to be directed, and then you make some corrections with the steering wheel to make sure that you're headed the way that you want to go. Same thing happens in our life. Our praise should be that for us. It ought to be that correcting factor as it focuses our hearts on Christ, as it focuses our thoughts on what God wants in in our life. Our praise focuses who we are and what we do on Him. So watch for specific ways that you can praise God. Ways that you can give thanks to Him for something He's done in your life. Ways that you can acknowledge who He is. Ways that you can look to the Scripture and and recall how that Scripture impacts your life. Watch for specific ways that you can praise God because we do have reason to give Him praise. Verses 21 and 22, Moses describes specific reasons why the nation of Israel should give praise to God. Here's what he says. He says, He is your praise. He is your God who performed for you those great and awesome wonders you saw with your own eyes. Your forefathers who went down into Egypt were 70 in all, and now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in the sky. To say that the nation of Israel had had an opportunity to see some of the ways that God had done great works for them. That's an understatement. They had seen all kinds of ways that God was working. 
They'd seen God's hand in Egypt as they watched him bring the ten plagues upon the nation that eventually would free them. They'd seen God change the hardened heart of the Pharaoh to finally set them free. They'd seen God part the Red Sea, bringing them safely to the other side and destroying the Egyptian army. They'd seen God providing manna each morning. They'd seen God provide water from a rock in the middle of the wilderness. They'd seen God write his commandments on tablets and much, much more. But you might say, well, that's good for them. But I haven't seen anything like that. I haven't seen any frogs or locusts. I haven't seen Table Rock Lake part. I don't go out and gather up manna each morning. What do I have to praise God for? Well, you need to do the same thing that Moses was telling the nation of Israel to do. They had all those great things in their past, but but so often they didn't look around in the present. We need to just look around. That's what Moses tells people to do in verse 22. He says, just look around. You'll see the marvelous ways that God is at work. The specific example that he gives to him, he says, remember, when our ancestors came to Egypt when, when Joseph, back in uh, the, the first book, uh, stories of the, the Scripture, when Joseph brings his family back to Egypt, there were just 70 of them. And Moses says, now look around and see how many you are. As far as your eyes can see, the nation of Israel is here. Everywhere you look, you see your people as we march through this wilderness experience. If you'll look around, you'll see... God at work in your life. If you ever come to a point where you think God isn't doing anything in your life, that's a time to stop and look. Look at the family that loves you even when you're not all that lovable. Look at your fellow believers whose love and prayers you have even when you're not aware of it. Look at the amazing love that Christ has for you. That, that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's not amazing. If that's not worthy of praise, I don't know what is. Develop real praise for God in your life. As we celebrate our seniors as they make this transition in their life from their time of schooling to moving on to the next phase, uh, that's a great reminder. As we move forward in life, always take time to praise God. To take a look back and see all the ways that He's been working in your life up to this point. To take a look around right where you are to see all the ways that God is at work right now. And to take a look forward. To see the ways that God is going to use you in days ahead. Your praise for God will become a blessing for you. Because it focuses our heart away from the temporary struggles of our current circumstances to the eternal joy that we have in Christ. Find ways today. To praise God. Heavenly Father, it is our desire this day to give you praise. You are certainly worthy 
You have done so very much for us. Your love abounds. Lord, help us to see it. Help us to recognize ways that you have been at work in our life in in days gone by. Help us to see that you're at work right now. Help us always be looking around to see your hand at work around us. And help us to realize you're going to be there in days to come. Help us to be a people of praise. For it is in Jesus' name we pray today. Amen. We do thank you for joining with us today. Maybe God's been at work in your life. Maybe you weren't even aware of it until this moment, but all of a sudden you've recognized, wait a minute, God's been working for a long time in my life. Maybe you remember a few months ago when a friend shared with you about the Savior. Maybe you remember when you attended a church service maybe years ago and you heard the gospel, you heard the story of Christ. And and now all of a sudden all of that's all come together. (laughs) And, And you realize, wait a minute, God's been at work in my life a long time. And I need Him. And we want to share with you today just how much God loves you. And how Jesus Christ can transform your life if simply by faith you'll entrust your life to Him. We'd like to send you some information. You can email our church at nhbc at nationalheights.org. We'll be glad to send you some information to answer questions that you have, to pray uh, with you in circumstances that you're facing. We want you to know just how much God loves you and that through a simple prayer of faith, you can find the life-transforming power of Jesus in your life today. Maybe there's some other decision that you're working through in your life. Maybe you want to know how you can be a part of National Heights. We'd love to tell you. Just give us an email here. Maybe there's a prayer need that you would like us to pray with you about. Uh, Simply send that that prayer by email as well, nhbc at nationalheights.org. We'll be glad to be praying with you. In whatever way God is working in your life today, take some time to give Him praise. May God bless you in the week to come.